Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the Book of Romans with Part 2 of this message entitled, Christ, Our Hope. Preach, July the 22nd, 2012. Christ, Our Hope. Romans 15, 13 says, listen, to know, to believe, and to do what God is speaking to you. I said the ultimate purpose of our life is to glorify God, to worship God, sir, to sing his praises and serve him only. But sinners are enemies of God and so they are incapable of worshiping God in spirit and in truth and in complete obedience. The sinful man, we are told, is under the wrath of God. Not the wrath of your father. He did not have any wrath at all. He failed to discipline his children. He was nice. Yes, the sinful man is under the wrath of God and he daily suppresses truth by his wicked thoughts and deeds. Daily, sir. Right now, some of you are suppressing the truth which I am trying to say. So God must make the sinner holy that he may offer his body a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God. That is exactly what God has done with those whom he had chosen from eternity to be saved. Thus Paul says that God has received us. Christ has received us and so we must receive each other. Whether strong or weak, Jew or Gentile. Even us, Christ has received us for the glory of God. We have been brought into the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, that is doing what is right in the sight of God. As revealed in the Holy Scriptures, you don't make up what right is. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit Friends, Jesus loved us and died for us. Therefore, we walk in love toward each other for the ultimate purpose that all people of God with one mind and with one accord and with one mouth praise God in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs in the power of the Holy Spirit. Friends, I declare to you No one can be saved unless he bow his knees to the Jewish Messiah, Jesus Christ, the son of David, and confess him alone as Lord, that is, to obey him. So in Romans 15 verse 12, we read, and again Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up. One who will arise to rule over the nations, the Gentiles, will hope in him. And this church fulfills that Isaiahic prophecy. 
And Ephesians 1, beginning with verse 11, in him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will, in order that we who were first to hope in Christ, that is the Jewish people, might be for the praise of his glory, and you Gentiles also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit. All people of God, saved by God's grace, praise our triune God. We are God's new creation. And we exist for the praise of his glorious grace. So now we come. Romans 15 verse 13. And the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. As you trust in him. That you may overflow with hope by the power of of the Holy Spirit and I am going to preach an expository sermon I will explain to you that verse if you listen first the God of hope God the Father is defined here as God of the hope hodetheos not just God of hope, God of the hope. He just told us of the Isaiahic prophecy of Gentiles hoping in the Jewish Messiah. Verse 12. But they are not hoping in God to obtain a material blessing, to be healthy and wealthy and powerful in the world like King Solomon. They trusted in God's Christ for the greatest spiritual blessing of their eternal salvation. Jesus said, I give them what? Eternal life and they shall never perish. Our God is the God of this hope. The gods of the unbelievers are demons that destroy. God our heavenly father is God of the hope of eternal salvation. He is the author of it. Author of hope. And he is the giver of hope. To all who believe in his son. Romans 15.4 says. That scriptures give us hope. Here we read God gives us hope so what is it what's the truth the truth is God gives us the hope of a great future waiting for us the future of dwelling with God forever in a new heaven and a new earth but we receive this hope as we read the scriptures prayerfully and in faith So we said last time, 
Revelation 21, 3 and 4, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For old order of things has passed away. A depressed Christian does not therefore read the word of God. Word of God which is God's love letter to his people. How can a Christian read the Bible and be depressed? The whole Bible declares the gospel. Good news. How can you be depressed when you hear good news? Which is the power of God unto salvation. It is divine dunamis medicine for all our sin caused miseries. Scripture reveals to us the true and living triune God from whom flows to us in great abundance all grace we need. God is God of all comfort, God of all grace, God of all peace, God of all hope, God of all joy, God of all peace and love. God fills us, friends, with all his fullness. The unbeliever, we are told, is without hope. So the unbeliever is full of misery and gloom and fear and anxiety. He takes dope and gets drunk to feel better. But we read God's word. We pray to God. We sing to God because we are full of joy in the Holy Ghost. Kingdom of God is joy in the Holy Spirit. We rejoice even in sufferings. For we know sufferings cannot kill our joy. They only lead to holiness and hope in God. Sufferings, friends, are designed by God to wean us away from this world that we long for the world to come. Not only the Father gives us hope, so also Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So Peter says in 1 Peter 1 verse 21. Through him you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. And 1 Timothy 1 says. Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the command of God our Savior. And of Christ Jesus our hope. Our hope. And Galatians 5, 5, but by faith we eagerly await through the spirit the righteousness for which we hope. 
Friends, do not hope in man or money or power or precedence or the Supreme Court. For true believers, we hope in God. And our hope shines brighter every day. So Paul says in Romans 13 and verse 11, and do this understanding the present time, the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because your salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. If you don't believe, look at the mirror. It is nearer. You are going to die. Soon we shall meet the God of hope and we shall be with him. For God is our portion, our inheritance, our dwelling place, our shield, and our great reward. And we are his portion and the bride of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. So hope thou in God, as the psalmist says in Psalm 42. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Number two, God who fills us with all joy and peace. God does not want us to be empty of joy and peace. He desires to fill us to overflowing with all joy and peace. His kingdom is one of love, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. When God dwells in us, he fills us with these graces. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do what, sir? immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to the power that is at work within us. True believers in Christ do not run on empty. We are always full. So Paul tells us, do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead be filled with the spirit Speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, if Holy Spirit dwells in us, we are filled with all joy and peace. Christians enjoy life abundant. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life, that you may enjoy abundant life. And we enjoy love abundant, hope abounding, grace abounding. And believers abound in all good works. Christians abound in the fruit of the Spirit. You want peace? Jesus said, peace I live with you. My peace I give you. You want joy? Jesus said, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. St. Paul tells us, church is the body of Christ, the fullness of him 
who fills everything in every way. Are you sitting here running on empty, miserable, anxious, fear, confused? Get to the word of God and listen and pray that God may fill you. Ephesians 3.19 says, And to know the love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Sir, you cannot imagine what he is saying. It is so big and huge. Jesus said, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him. Friends, joyless, gloomy, baptized in lemon juice, Christians can never evangelize anybody. They are self-absorbed and self-centered Christians. They are takers only. And their gloominess is designed to receive sympathy. True believers who meditate on the word of God radiate joy. They communicate love, peace, and joy through speech. Streams of living water will flow out of them. Because for out of the abundance of the heart, mouth speaks. May God fill us with all joy and peace today. Number three. Based on faith as you trust. The Greek says as you trust continually. Entopistuein. Not you trusted in Christ once upon a time. Or you trust him once in a while. When you face troubles. Trust him daily. Surrender to him unconditionally. Do his will fully. Demonstrate obedience of faith. Obedience proves sonship. Exact, immediate and delightful obedience proves you are a child of God. A believing Christian is an obedient Christian. Faith without works is dead faith. It is the faith of the devil. By faith we unite ourselves to Christ in his death, burial and resurrection. We are branches united to the vine Jesus from whom flows to us all spiritual graces. Faith, friends, is the one requirement, the instrumental cause of our salvation. The beggar lifts up his hands to receive what he needs from his gracious master. This faith comes to us from God by hearing God's word. Friends, saving faith, obedient faith is God's gift. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace. Expressed in his kindness 
to us in Christ Jesus for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is the gift of God and Philippians 1:29 says for it has been granted given you as a gift on behalf of Christ not only to believe on him but also to suffer for him faith is God's gift to us we believe God when we believe his word of grace St. Paul speaks to the elders of Ephesus in Acts 20 and verse 27 I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the full gospel the whole counsel of God in Acts 20 verse 32 we read and now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace a graceless person is one who refuses to read the word of God to hear the word of God and believe the word of God the primary means of grace is God's word preached the word of his grace which word can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified and we are told without this faith it is impossible to please God that is without a present living faith not a past faith we live by faith now and throughout eternity and now these three remain faith hope and love even in heaven we believe and we hope and we love number four the purpose of it all to overflow with hope abounding hope sir hope is faith directed toward the future the future fullness of our salvation when Jesus Christ comes again and so Paul says in Philippians 3 but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there the Lord Jesus Christ who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control everything you don't believe in a limited sovereignty of God he's almighty he has all authority will transform our lowly body so that they'll be like his glorious body Romans 8 23 not only so but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption as sons the redemption of our bodies that is the final installment of our salvation in which we now hope this hope friends is sure and certain hope resting on the reality of our union with Christ we are united with Christ in his death as well as in his resurrection Jesus said because I live you will live also our hope is a living hope resting upon our living Christ with whom we are vitally united and from whom nothing can separate us nothing sir and friends this Christ never dies again 
So he says in Revelation 1.18. I am the living one. I was dead. But behold I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. He lives in heaven. This Christ is our life. Colossians 3.4. This Jesus Christ also dwells in us by his spirit. Is the hope guaranteeing our future salvation. So Paul says in Colossians 1.27. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. Which is what? Christ in you the hope of glory. Christ guaranteeing your glory. Those who refuse to believe in the resurrection of Christ are what sir? Hopeless. Because the resurrection of Christ is the basis for your resurrection, spiritual and physical. So Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, if only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. Then he says, if the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink for tomorrow. We will die. We believe in the resurrection of Christ. He died for our benefit to atone our sins. And he rose again from the dead also for our benefit. That we live eternally with him. By way of spiritual and what? Physical resurrection. So he already said in Romans 8, 10 and 11, but if Christ is in you, your body is dead because of sin, your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. You have the chorus, if the same spirit who raised Christ from the dead, and so on. In this hope, therefore, we as believers say, to die is gain. It is better. It is precious. It is blessed. To die is to be present with the Lord forever. It is to be in paradise. So with overflowing hope we face martyrdom, persecutions, sufferings, as well as our natural death. We face it without fear. Paul is praying that God of hope make us overflow with hope. It is the bank's busting hope. Not bank busting banks busting hope like river Jordan was overflowing when Israel was about to cross it over abounding and overflowing Christ guarantees our future friends our future is great and so we read but each in his own turn, Christ the first fruits, and then when he comes, those who belong to him. Or listen, I tell you a mystery, we will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash. 
in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed St. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 4 because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you in his presence or 1 Thessalonians 4, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. The mission, friends, the mission of Jesus Christ from the Father is to bring each sinner who lost glory be brought back to greater glory in and by his son and bring them to heaven so he says in bringing many sons to glory it was fitting that God for whom and through whom everything exists should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering the purpose of the cross friends this hope is not hope so of the world this hope never disappoints us it is guaranteed by the Holy Spirit who is sent by the Father into our hearts the Holy Spirit who has poured into hearts our hearts love in abundance that we may obey him if you love me keep my commandments Friends, our destiny is nothing less than glory. So we overflow with hope, strong hope, certain hope, fixed hope, living hope, anchored to Christ who lives in heaven. Having destroyed death and having brought life and immortality to light. This hope is no idle dream of a poet it is absolute reality for God is truth God cannot lie he has fulfilled every promise by the death and resurrection of his beloved son and this heavenly father loves us even as he loves his son so we hope with abounding hope in God and in his Messiah. For what do we hope? The fullness of our salvation. For our glorification. When shall it take place? At the parousia. Jesus is coming again. And we shall come with him in glory. For whom is this hope? Only for those sinners who repented of their sins. And trusted once for all. In Jesus Christ, our hope and our life. And we are told this hope has a purifying effect upon our present life. First John 3 and verse 3. And we are told elsewhere, without holiness, no one shall see God. Number five, the dunamis, the power. And it is the power of the Holy Spirit 
the father planned our salvation his son executed our salvation in history the holy spirit by his mighty power applies his glorious salvation to every elect sinner sir. so holy spirit regenerates the dead sinner by the call of the gospel he indwells the believer he grants him the gift of repentance and faith through faith in jesus christ we receive all grace to bring forth obedience and the holy spirit guides us empowers us teaches us the truth of god's word he produces in us the fruit of the spirit he makes us bold to witness to jesus christ he makes us holy he is holy spirit he enables us to resist all temptation of the devil he helps us to worship god acceptably he helps us to rejoice even in tribulations also and he exercises his great power to conform us to christ friends our god is mighty our god is not the dagon of the philistines god's spirit therefore he is also mighty he causes us to trust in the name of the messiah he causes us to abound in all joy and peace and hope all by the power of the holy spirit friends do you have hope i say without trusting in the true and living god father son and the holy spirit you can have no hope you better buy dope and a lot of alcohol 80 proof because you you are miserable and the reason is not anything but your refusal to humble yourself and trust in Jesus Christ the only savior you don't want to believe in Jesus Christ you will die in your sins under the wrath of God like the rich man and he woke up in hell in fire in torment and in agony and he became a believer friends cry out to God now and cry out Lord have mercy upon me the worst sinner on the face of the earth save me give me eternal life give me fullness of joy and peace and hope peace with god and peace of god joy st peter says inexpressible you can have it right now inexpressible joy and hope abounding that we may witness to the world witness joy peace and hope of eternal life through your life and through your word you will open your mouth come unto me and drink out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water when the life of god fills your soul it comes out through the mouth verse 13 is a prayer and the prayer expresses the normal christian life he is not praying for some super christians it is true for all people 
that they may all overflow with all joy and peace and hope. With St. Paul, I say, wake up, O sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you in all his glory. As Isaiah says, Jesus has come to comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he may be glorified. Heavenly Father we pray. That you deliver us from our wickedness. Our arrogance. Our self-sufficiency. May you reveal to us what is awaiting for every rebel. The great gloom and misery. No one has experienced hell here. It is awaiting for the wicked. Lord, it is our prayer that you humble our hearts. That we may believe in your son, Jesus Christ. And exude and radiate hope. And peace and joy as we live our life in this world. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.